Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. All right, please have you along. We're out here at the Portland International Auto Show, the 113th. It is uh, 517 with Isaac and Suk, and it is time now for uh, our Blazers insider, Jason Quick. A little late-breaking news that um, Damian Lillard made another all-star team. Not a shocker, but uh, his seventh, which is cool. Um, I don't know. Is he at the point? I don't know. You don't. You know, you, there's some friction between those two. So, I'm, why am I asking Jason Quick about Damian Lillard? But uh, <laughs> he's at the point where maybe this is like a old hat to him, or is it still important? No, I think this this one was important for him just to to show that he was back and to kind of reiterate his place among the the NBA greats. I think it hurt him to not play last year and to be away from the action, and I. So I think this is just another validation for him. Uh, and I, I think he really solidified this with his last three weeks of play. I think in early January, mid-January, there was question whether or not he would make the All-Star team. But it's undeniable. There was, it was a no-brainer that he makes his team with the way he's been playing the last three weeks, four weeks. Uh, he's been one of the best players in the NBA. Yeah, it kind of answered it. And it's that idea of, like, you know, he's getting to a certain age and he had the injury and then you had that kind of weird slump and I don't thought I, I thought it was fair for some people to ask have we seen the best of Damian Lillard but at least what we've seen over the last month he's as good as he's ever been yeah and I think where you really see it is his first step and his explosion the way he's able to get to the rim I mean he can almost do it at will it seems like and then it's just a matter matter of uh, finishing so he's getting a ton of free throws. I think that's a indication that he's beating people off the dribble. Uh, and, and I think, you know, he hasn't become just a three-point chucker. He, he's got the full complement to his offensive arsenal. So I think that's an indication of how healthy he is. Yeah, I don't follow this all too closely, but I, was there a little scuttle that maybe Jeremy Grant had a shot at the All-Star team this year? I think Early on, maybe after the first two months of the season, I think he was in maybe the discussion, but uh, he kind of tailed off a little bit, particularly his three-point shooting. Um, and then, yeah, he just didn't have quite the resume to uh, to get that nod. And I think also the Blazers' record probably hurt him as well. Yeah, you look at you look at that and. You know, there's there's some signs of life there, and you go into Memphis. I know they didn't have Adams, but with all the injuries, did you make the case that's the is that one of the best wins we've had since kind of that that first you know the the, the twelve game start to the season? Oh, no question. I, yeah. I still would probably put it at the top of the season's victories. Um, considering Nurkic went out in the first three minutes, considering Grant didn't play in the second half at Memphis. Uh, that's a very good team, even though they've been scuffling a little bit lately. That uh, that was a pretty gutty win, and and they won it. Um, you know, Memphis didn't play particularly well, but still, I think a lot of that was because of the way Portland was playing. And I think the the good thing for Blazer fans 
yes, Dame went off again and had 40 points, but there were a lot of guys who stepped up and played integral roles in that victory. I mean, uh, Anthony Simons, 14 points in the fourth quarter. Drew Eubanks was huge as a replacement for Nurkic. Uh, Shaden Sharp started the fourth rally with a big three. Nasir uh, Little, Trinan Watford. So they got a lot of contributions. It wasn't just writing Dame's excellent play. Well, I go back to you mentioned, you know, Simons and, and him and, uh, you know, I, that was it, that's as good as they've looked playing together. You know, and, and how does that become more consistent? Because I do feel like there has been some there's been some growing pains with those two, especially in, in kind of clutch moments. No question. There, there's no question. I, and I think Anthony is starting to get better at it, uh, at reading when he should be aggressive and when he should defer to Dame. And I think Dame probably is starting to kind of give him some hints of, of when to take control and when to, to kind of uh, be a facilitator. So I, I think it's, it's an, a dynamic that has to grow together, and I think they're both figuring out how to kind of, I don't know, have their imprint. Because it, it's such a tricky thing because they're both – high-level scores, and to be a high-level scorer, you have to be a little selfish. You have to have that that attitude that I'm going to score on this possession. I'm, I'm going to score on you. And you can't do that if you're worried about am I muting the best player on the team or if the best player on the team is going, am I holding Anthony back a little bit? So they have to figure that out, and I think they're starting to get better. I think Anthony in the last week has been markedly better than he has been in the last month, I would say. Has he talked to C.J. McCollum about that dynamic? You know, I don't know. Uh, that, that would be an interesting uh, question to ask those guys, to ask both of them, because you're right, C.J. and Dame had a, a, a great chemistry in, in that regard of, of how to feed off each other and when to let the other go. Um, and thank you, Isaac. That would be a wonderful angle ah. for me to pursue when I see them. <laughs> well, you're welcome. You can send the check to uh, my house. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so um, what's the status of uh, – so Grant had a concussion, and Nurk's, it's, Nurk's got the calf thing. Nurk has the I'm going to get traded calf. Is that what that is? <laughs> what's going on there? Uh, well, Nurk has already been declared out for tomorrow's game uh, against Washington. Uh, you know, this has been bugging him for weeks. Uh, so I, I think it's a very real injury, and you could see on the replay last night uh, it was away from the action. He just instantly kind of looked like he got shot, you know. So I, I don't think he's faking. I don't think the team's holding him out because of a potential trade. Uh, so I, I think that's a very real injury, and they are are playing it cautiously. As far as Grant, um, he's not in concussion protocol, but they're monitoring him for concussion uh, symptoms. He banged his head as he fell after uh, getting fouled last night. Um, so he is listed as questionable for tomorrow. And But and to the generic thing, I'm, I was kind of joking there about, you know, there was just, you know, conspiracy theorists, you know, he goes after three minutes and, you know, everyone's like, oh, the, you know, the calf. But, again, I like this team with Drew Eubanks, and I know you can't have him be the only one because, I mean, Watford's your backup center at that point. But, I mean, trade deadline – it's, is Nurk the, the odd man out here? 
I think him and, and Hart are the most likely Blazers to be traded. And, you know, Shams uh, from The Athletic today reported that the Blazers have their eye on uh, Jared Vanderbilt from Utah. Now, he only makes $4 million. He's a reserve, makes uh, averaging about eight points. Um, but I, I've also heard that Utah's uh, shopping Malik Beasley, who's the shooting guard. And I think if you, you know, pair those two together and maybe like a Hart and Justice Winslow would get one of those deals done. Um, but I don't, I don't know where Joe Cronin kind of fits on where with Nurkic. My sense is he's probably seen enough and can realize that, you know, moving forward, this, this club is probably not going to get to the next level with him at center. Um, but I don't think he's ready to give them away for, for peanuts. So uh, I, I think it's going to be a real interesting at, at this time next week. But if, if I was a betting man, I would say Nurkic and Hart are the most likely Blazers to be traded. Have they, this is uh, Jason Quick, our Blazers insider here with us on the fan. Have they talked about their plan moving forward? I mean, what do we know about how they want to get better? Uh, Joe has not been completely forthright on that. I think he's just said that they want to uh, make the most of Dame's years going forward. As in, I don't think they want to be patient. They want to get better, and they want to get better now and compete now while Dame still has okay. this juice. So uh, that, to me, tells, tells me that they're in go-for-it mode because why make just a little move? I think they need to make like a big move to get this team to where you could realistically start thinking that, okay, they've got a shot to make it to the Western Conference Final. Well, and I, I know it's, it's you know, maybe not quite the exact same thing, but I look at, like, what Sacramento did, and they gave up a young guy who's now an all-star in, in Indiana, but they brought back a Sabonis, and, you know, they paired him with a young guy in Fox, and, you know, Sacramento's sitting, what, third in the West right now? Yeah, no doubt. I mean, it, for them to make a move to get to where they're going to be contenders. It's going to have to hurt a little bit. You're going to have to be, give up an Anthony Simon, the Shaden Sharp, uh, Hart, Nurkic. You're going to have to give up some value to get value. So that's where these type of deals get really tough. You have to bite the bullet and look at what this group or the core, and I think this core is, Dame, Jeremy, and maybe Anthony. I think they think Anthony's part of this core. So then you look to fit in pieces there. I, I, I still think uh, OG from Toronto is is probably the perfect fit for these guys. But, you know, there's rumors that they're asking for three first-round picks for him. I don't know if Portland's willing to do that. Do you think that – so I was looking at the standings, and the Blazers are – they're closer to a top-five pick than they are, you know – top three in the West. Is there any talk of a tank? No. I think it's the exact opposite. I think Joe is fully committed to giving Dame the best chance to succeed in these final years uh, in Portland. So I, I think he's not willing to go that route that he went last year when Dame was injured and, and sat out. He's in go-for-it mode, and I think that's why I All think right. we'll see him be very, very uh, aggressive next week. So there'll be buyers. 
Even even if you're giving yeah. up something, you're still well, and, and, trying and I, to make the team better. And I know it freaks people out, but again, I go back to the Sacramento thing. I, I just I hate the idea of well, you give up on someone and he becomes an all star. Get over the Jermaine O'Neal fear. I just and I, I I'm 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 of the what outside outside of Lillard and Grant, which I think are, are your building blocks. If you can get Grant to resign, I I just want to see someone be aggressive. If the idea is you're going to do everything you can to put a winner around Dame while you can. I'm all for being aggressive, and if it ends up that you give away someone that turns into an all-star out east or whatever, so be it. As you said, this this idea you that you get something back for nothing just doesn't exist in this league. You're going to have to go through some pain if you want to acquire a big-time talent. They need a home run. They don't need a single. Yes. Yeah. Well, it's easier said than done, though. That's the hard part. Well, I just wonder. You, you've got a couple young pieces. But that you I, I, would, I would think that Sharp and Simon's on the open market. I would think that they're. I would think that those would be very intriguing pieces to other teams. What features are you working on over there at the Athletic? I'm actually working on one on uh, Eric Spolstra. Oh, Miami coach. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so it's uh, I, I. My interest got peaked while doing the Justice Winslow uh, feature, and there were a couple scenes where Eric Spolstra kind of really went out of his way. Uh, it was not on the basketball court stuff, but off the court, traveling to L.A. with uh, Justice and getting him in a pool with Laird Hamilton and doing a bunch of off the court stuff in an attempt to help him become a better person as well as a better player. So I'm exploring with people around the league who have played under Spolstra, like what is it that makes him such a good coach? And it's, it's been really fascinating so far what I'm finding out. Yeah, cool. We'll look for that in The Athletic. It's our uh, Blazers insider, Jason Quick. He joins us every Thursday here at 515 on 1080 The Fan. Uh, thanks, Jason. We will uh, talk to you next week. Okay, sounds good. Later. All right. Uh, coming up next. Oh, you get your wish. It's about time. <laughs> I've been wanting my 12 facts. 12 amazing facts. Yes. About they- the career. Of Tom Brady. And I'm telling you right now, if eight of these aren't truly amazing, I'm going to be pissed. <laughs> I want eight at least amazing. We also have Bad Places to Die Middle School Basketball Oof. Game Edition. We'll talk about that story coming up. But right now, Buck with Sports. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.